previously on Dunwich and Dagons. And Amos says, I, I'm coming to, to Boston to find my, uh, my missing nephew. His name was Efren. Y'all heard of Efren? There is a theater in Boston that might be willing to hire a no-name magician like yourself, but you gotta get a big act together. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up uh, magicians in the phone book. There's only one listing. It's Doctor Wizard, medical doctor. I figured that I'd uh, offer you the opportunity of a lifetime. Mm, Doctor Wizard loves opportunities of a lifetime. I I, I don't I don't want to get in any trouble. Just, uh, I'd rather just be left alone. Ma'am, you're gonna be in a lot more trouble if you don't tell us everything. Okay, you're gonna pull your gun out. Ma'am, I'm gonna need you to not waste my time. She screams, and her scream startles you, and your gun fires. You you peer the corner, and you see Colleen asleep in her bed, but standing over her bed is a, a humanoid shape. It's kind of like a mass of writhing flesh and muscle, like just a, an approximation of human, like just kind of like wet, and just standing over her bed watching her. All right, we are back with, I don't even know what episode of Dunwich and Dagon's podcast this is going to be, because when I first started editing the episodes, it was going to be one session, one episode. And then some of the sessions are too long, there are going to be multiple episodes, and others are just the perfect length for an episode, so we'll see what episode this is when it comes out. Um, how's everyone doing tonight? It's been a while. I'm doing real good. Doing real good. <laughs> doing about as well as you can be doing right now, I suppose. I do gotta say, Kyle, you're rocking the mustache. You you, you kind of like have that feel of a guy who runs a skate park right now. <laughs> I can't skateboard to save my life. Better yet, a theme park. A theme park? Oof, nobody wants to be that (laughs) guy. Nobody (laughs) wants that mustache. Welcome to Kyle's Wonderful Emporium. We're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Jackie, and I'm playing Claudette in our game of Dunwich and Dagons. I am a medium with the most. All right. Hi, I'm Kyle. I'm playing uh, Bobby Houdini. Um, the illegitimate son of Harry Houdini and possibly the most obnoxious character in this game. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Nate, and I'll be playing Mortimer King tonight. Uh, Dilladon, who, uh, despite being pretty risky, actually doesn't take many risks uh, in practice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that. Everybody's character concepts kind of have changed since we started recording. <laughs> uh, I think Nate said he wanted his character to be the wild card, and then Kyle's character became the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> so really have, you ever, have you ever played a game with me where my character wasn't the wild card? Uh, Aki wasn't a wild card. Oh, you know, your Aki wasn't. Neither was that paladin in that one short-lived uh, 3.5 <laughs> game we did. Um, with did the evil it? brother? Uh oh yes. Uh I was thinking about your fighter that got decapitated by Zach's character. <laughs> no, that, that 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 didn't last very long. <laughs> and then Zach's character killed himself out of guilt after that. 
You gave me a note telling me that I was a traitor. I didn't have a choice. Uh, no, I I gave you a note asking if you wanted to betray the party, and you okay. said yes. It's been, like, it's been like two or three years. I can't remember. Uh, the they gave him like sabotage. They're like, here, we'll give you this uh, evil sword if you betray the party. I was like, yes. And he pulls out this evil sword, and everyone's like, where'd you get that? And he's like, I found it. <laughs> and they didn't believe me. <laughs> they, were, they were also metagaming a little bit, but still. Um, oh yeah, I'm your game master. I play everybody else, but mostly I play uh, Amos Cash, the uh, simple country boy who is working with, with them. Our shining beacon in the darkness. <laughs> I feel like people will probably want to start with Claudette and Mortimer in the hospital. So we're going to start with Bobby instead. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, All so, right. So you and Dr. Wizard, you drive up to uh, the theater. It's, ca- it's called the uh, Grand Old Opry House. Opry House. The Grand Old Opry House. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget the name because I haven't been writing down anything. Grand Old Opry House. And uh, yeah, she is expecting you. You go in. If I remember, I do think I said you had like hours before this meeting, but we're just going to cut straight to the meeting. Good. Cool. Um, you guys got lunch or something. All right. So we're, we're at the Opry House. Yes. And um, it's, it's like, uh, midday, so it's not busy, but they're actually, it's completely empty besides like custodial staff wor- working around. You get up to the, the ticket booth and there's a young woman, like they're selling today tickets for tonight's show. Uh, excuse, excuse, excuse me, madam. Uh, could you, could you direct me to the, the owner of this fine establishment? Yeah. How can I help you? I, um, I ju- I... Sorry, what was that? I'd like to speak to your manager. My manager? Um, well, uh, what's your name? Bobby. Bobby Houdini. Oh, Bobby Houdini. You're here on the VIP list. Um, she was expecting you. Um, go right in. Uh, meet Miss, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, Babado. Babado? Mrs. Uh, Jennifer Babado. I'm gonna call her Jenny. It's a French name. It's spelled with an E-U-X at the end. It's like my old, uh, my old college professor. So you go in, and um, it's like got that like it, it doesn't have that theater lighting. It's that like ugly orange lighting right now because none of the theater lights are up. So it's like just boringly lit. It doesn't look. It looks like it maybe was once upon a time like grand, maybe like forty years ago, but like. Like, the red curtains along the side of the wall are, like, faded to a brown from people smoking and stuff. And, like, all, like, the gold, like, the gold leaf paint is, like, starting to chip off. And, like, all the, uh, plaster, like, sculptures are, like, starting to crumble. Like, they're losing, like, all detail in their faces. There's, like, a black tile floor and, like, set up in, like, a ballroom right in front of the stage. And people are coming in with, uh, like, tables arranging them and placing seats around. And there's a woman with like her hair up and like uh, it's kind of like a it's like a like a jet black hair uh, up in a beehive, 
and um, she's wearing a like a silver sequin dress, and she has one of those like long like cigarette holders, and she's like taking puffs off of it, and she's barking orders at everyone. This place is perfect. There's nothing to take attention away from me. I agree. What do we say? We go. Uh, we go talk to this lady. Yes, and she will know the day that she met Doctor Wizard and Bobby Houdini. Of course, of course, and and me. Um, let's go. We'll, we'll approach her. You approach her, and she says, uh, "Are you my two o'clock appointment?" I don't know. Am I? What's your name? Houdini. Bobby Houdini. Ah, uh, yes, you are my two o'clock. Uh, it's wonderful to meet you. Um, and who is this? Uh, this man does not look like uh, Bruce Thurston. Oh, no, no, I had to replace Bruce because I can't find him. Um, so instead we got, uh, here is, and I motioned to him so he can introduce himself. I am the greatest master of the arcane arts that the world has ever known. I weave mysterious illusions and travel into the astral plane. I am Dr. Wizard! He's eccentric. He kind of, like, looks a little bit like Dr. Strange, but, like, he's bald. And that's, like, like, that first season John Luke Picard baldness going on. Perfect. But with the facial hair? No, uh, he has no facial hair, but he has wearing, like, the Doctor Strange getup, basically. Gotcha, okay. And he has a stethoscope around his neck, even though he's an optometrist. He's wearing, like, a doctor's robe, but over that is, like, the Doctor Strange, like, cape. God damn. So, so anyway, this, this is my new partner. The pleasure is mine! Mrs. Bavado. That sounds like a real name, I'm sure. She uh, looks at you and she says, um, let's have a seat at the bar. Is there anything get y'all? Manhattan. Manhattan? And you, Dr. Wizard, uh, I'll have an Earl Grey tea! <laughs> and she's like, um, well, we, the only kind of tea we have is a Long Island ass tea. And he says, that is unacceptable. I will have a tonic water. So she gets him a tonic water and you a Manhattan. And she uh, has you guys sit on the customer side of the counter. And she's standing around on the bartending side. Uh, so what's uh, your pitch for your performance? We're gonna we're gonna show your audience, your lovely, lovely, lovely audience who comes to your lovely, lovely, beautiful theater. By the way, I love your theater. Um, we're gonna show them what real magic is. We're going to show them visions that they never thought that they would see before, things that they could not imagine in their human lives. Um, I find that very. Interesting. Do you guys mind doing an audition for me? Doctor? I have everything I need right here. 
and like he like opens up like his doctor's robe and there's like a projector hanging there and he takes it out he's like i will sit in the upper balcony are you not gonna join me on stage i need to operate my projector oh so this is a one-man show where like you're like you work in tech support no, I will make a grand appearance when you least expect it. All right, all right. just checking. Um, all right, let's 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 do this. All right, he goes and starts setting up on the balcony, and you take the main stage. What are you planning to do? What am I? <laughs> what am I planning to do? <clears throat> all right, so I'm going to choose a member in the audience. There is only uh, Mrs. Babado. I'm going to ask if she has any loved ones who have passed in her life. Um, let me find out. Uh, there was someone. And she's looking you in the eyes. There was. How would you like it if I could uh, briefly bring them back to life? They won't be able to he- see or hear you, but you will be able to see or- see and hear them. Allow it. All right, we're gonna do the sheet ghost. Do you have like a cue for him to do the sheet ghost? Could be a snap. Like, um, you look up at him in the balcony, and he looks down at you, and he's like, "Fog, fog, fog." Fog is the cue. Two thumbs up. Give him two thumbs up. Do, are you gonna try to get fog at all? Oh yeah. Do, do we have a fog machine? Um, you can probably have find dry ice and like uh, water to make fog. So I probably have those things. Or I need to go find. The theater <laughs> might have those things. Uh, roll right. me uh, luck. All right. Give me a second. What kind of dice am I rolling for this again? It's been a while. D one hundred. It's been a while. Uh, luck. How is my luck? Make it a good one. Where is luck? It's under your attributes. Yeah, it's like that really uh, big list of numbers under the word Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, like inve- the investigators, the, the investigative skills, right? The um, it is hidden. Over like here, here's a picture. Oh never mind, I found it. Oh you yeah, found 40. it? Mine's okay. forty. That's right. not gonna be good. This is gonna be bad. Um I rolled a forty-four. Damn it. Um so you're like trying to find some dry ice, and unfortunately they don't have any, so you guys are gonna just have to make do with uh projecting across the uh stage. Can I try to find some sand? Uh there are sandbags in the back of the theater. I'm gonna grab a sandbag. I'm going to cut it open with my knife. I'm going to fill my pockets with sand. Okay. Probably should have done all this planning before <laughs> yes. you started the performance. <laughs> this makes it so much less exciting. <laughs> okay. So she's like standing there waiting. And you like run backstage or cutting open sandbags. <laughs> It'll be fine. Anyways, so you grab the sand. Are you ready, ma'am? Uh, I was bone ready. So, uh, tell me the name of this, this gent, tell me the name of this gentleman that, uh, we were sorry, 
I, I'm assuming things. This, I assume you're a lovely lady, so the the person you cared about that passed away must have been a handsome gentleman. But this person that you know that passed away. It was my husband, Mr. George Bavado. George Bavado. Would you wish, do you wish to summon George here? Yes, I would like to see my George again. Then I need you to focus on me. Focus very hardly. And focus all your thoughts on George. She's sitting there, her eyes are closed, and like there's a little vein forming in her forehead. All right. On the count of three, you open your eyes. One, two, Three, and when I say three, I reach into my pockets, pull out two handfuls of sand, and throw them towards her. <laughs> you throw sand in her eyes? <laughs> yeah. And that's my cue, and then I snap at no. Dr. Um, hmm. I feel like I'm going to need you to roll luck again to avoid getting <laughs> sand in her eyes. Oh, the goal was sand to go in her eyes. This illusion is much more believable when your vision is <laughs> blurry. <laughs> All right, I rolled a uh, a twelve. Uh, you manage not to get any sand in her eyes. It's like floating and like creating like a, kind of like a dirt fog in the air. You snap your fingers and like the projector of like the sheet ghost appears in the fog in, in the, the the fog for a second, and then like as the fog begins to like dissipate, he turns off the projector. <laughs> the dirt fog. <laughs> <laughs> the dirt fog. <laughs> It dissipates pretty fastly. She's like, I do believe I saw my Georgie for a split second there. I'm still working on trying to make it visible for longer than a few seconds, but uh, I think your audience will appreciate this ability. And you know, like how when like in movie productions and like stage plays, they have that thunder sound where they take that big sheet, take that big piece of sheet now, but whoa, 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 whoa. To make thunder you hear that for you hear that <laughs> and then like the lights go down and like the center the, the center light spotlight shines down in the middle of the theater that's what i'm trying to say the center light shines down in the oh. middle of the theater and down from the the stage descends dr wizard in a straight jacket thank you doctor for uh, your assistance and um he's going to attempt to escape the straight jacket without any uh, external help. He's blindfolded and gagged. God damn it. Man's gonna ruin it for us, we had her. And deftly in a single motion, he like swivels his arm around and like brings the back of the straight jacket over his head and the straight jacket just falls to the floor. He he, he like uh, does like a, 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 a hanging sit up and unties his feet, and then like, he grabs the rope, and he like he like holds his, his upper body down and lowers his uh, lower body, and slowly descends to the floor and takes off his blindfold and gag. He tosses it to the side. And it's like ta-da! That was that was that was, that was fantastic. <laughs> she looks at the both of you and says, "I'd like to hire y'all, and I'm gonna need you to roll a spot hidden for me, Bobby." As she goes in for a handshake. Oh no, I'm not very good at that. Uh, I passed though by four. I got a thirty-six. As she reaches her hand towards you, you see her hand turn, and on the back of her hand, you see a ring with a goat's face superimposed over a pentagram. 
And we're going to go to Claudette and Mortimer. Dun, dun, dun. They're everywhere. Uh, you guys are, like, trying to desperately hold this door shut as, like, there's something on the other side basically trying to pound it off the hinges. Um, your plan of ringing the nurse bell has gotten at least two women killed. Yes. Yes. That's accurate. <laughs> so, what are you guys going to do? Um, just to recap, are we in the same room as the girl that we were interviewing? Or are we, no. did we move to another room? You moved to another room. You never even set foot in that room with her. Okay. Uh, there's no windows in this room? There's windows, but you're like on the fourth or fifth floor. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, this thing is trying to get in, right? We're, we're already like resisting it, breaking through the door. Um, hmm. Oh, any ideas? Well, I happen to carry many, many handkerchiefs in my purse. They probably are enough to get us down four floors, but if we can get down three floors, I specifically have many, many handkerchiefs. Roll, do me a favor and roll intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, high is bad in this game, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I rolled an 85. It'll probably work. <laughs> It'll probably work. Uh, I, uh, I, I really don't know about that. I'm thinking maybe we just uh, prop the bed up on the side here and, and I'll open the door and try to let it in. And uh, when it comes in, you go under the bed and out the open door. And then maybe yell and distract it. <laughs> but what about you, Mortimer? You'll be stuck in that room with this creature. I run over and like look out the window to see if we have any ways of like climbing anywhere. Um, maybe. Uh, oh, if you leave the door, Jack, I'm gonna need you to make a strength check to uh, hold the door by yourself. Oh no! Yeah, I totally do. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I it's gonna be a. It's actually gonna be a contest. Uh oh. So let me know um, if you got a success, a failure, or whatever. I got a success. I rolled thirty-nine on fifty. Okay, so regular success. Um, and this creature also got a regular success, but its strength score is higher, so it's slowly pushing the door open. You're barely keeping it out. And Mortimer. Yes. Um, it's about three feet to the next window over. I'm imagining you're on the corner window, and okay. the next window over is the room with the girl in it. Ah. Is there like a ledge or something? Like sort of footing? <laughs> can I even open the window? <laughs> you can't you can open the window. The window okay. does open because there were like no safety things in the 20s. Right. The window opens all the way. <laughs> I say we either step outside or we risk running through the open door. But we better make a decision right now. Um, I carry fake money with me. What if I, like, flick a coin through the opening in the door? Maybe it'll... Oh. The shiny... <laughs> Maybe he chases shiny things. I don't know. I've never seen a monster before. 
Um, you carry fake money. Typically, people don't carry fake coins, though. Oh, I specifically carry fake money to give to beggars to keep up my public persona. I would. I. I imagine it's probably fake dollar bills. Coins are much easier to forge. Because if you have fake, if you have, if you have fake coins, are way harder to forge. <laughs> <laughs> And like the amount it's worth, like you're spending more money to make counterfeit coins than you are. You can just make them out of chocolate. What are you talking about? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. everybody wins. Yeah, but you're spending the same amount of money in chocolate to make the coin. Okay, so Claudette throws like a fake dollar. It just flutters at the monster's feet, then right outside the door. <laughs> you, you you can try. Um, you can try to like maybe jump to the next window over. Mortimer, what is your dex? New plan. I'm going to hold the door, then you need to run over here and, and climb out this window. I like that plan very much so. Just just think like a cat, okay? Just envision a cat and go out there and, for the, for the love of God, don't mess this up. <laughs> All right, Mortimer, let's switch. I go over and slam against the door. All right, Mortimer, you're going to have to now make a strength check to hold the door. I am not actually that strong. Hold the door. I'll say, I'm still holding the door. Like, we're gonna, you know what I mean? You're switching. Yeah, You're but switching, I imagine but... he would grab the door first, and then I would let go. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah. Would be yes, but okay. he, now, he now has to pass the check, though. Yeah, you walk away, and I have to hold it. I rolled yes. a 93, you know, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, is your skill less than 50? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. I still don't think it's a bust, actually. I My think strength 95 is 38. So, like, as soon as you, like, let go of that door, the door, like, bursts open and knocks Mortimer to the ground. <sighs> and there's this hulking, like, eight-foot-tall creature made out of, like, like muscles that are, like, kind of, like, spinning into themselves and wrapping in and out of other muscles. It stands over you. And, like, its hand... Like, do you know those Resident Evil transformations? Yeah. Uh, like from its hands spurts forth like giant claws and like a wet yellow goo drips out of its fingertips. Nice. This is nice. What do you guys do? I yell, get to the window, go! Uh, and, um. Great. Yeah. Are you, hopefully you're under the door where it didn't get burst open, it just got pushed open, didn't it? Yeah. Darn. Okay. Yeah. Just Claudette runs over the door and she goes, all right. Think like a cat. I'm a cat. I'm an agile cat. And she tries to take a leap towards the side of the window, uh, like grabbing the side railing to kind of, you know, go over the other side. Do me a favor, roll jump. Oh no. <laughs> also, when you were making that cat comment, the cat walked through the background. <laughs> <laughs> they heard me talking smack. What does zero zero mean? Uh, that's. Like, do you got zero, zero, zero? I got zero, zero, and then five. So that's a five. Oh. <laughs> so you jump, and you grab that, um, is that, uh, actually, like, in your, uh, is that a fifth, is that a fifth of your jump skill? Um, my jump skill is 20, so it would be a, a quarter. Or, my jump skill is under, right. I don't know, it's not filled in, so I'm going to assume it's just a default 20. Yeah. Well, um, a fifth of 20 is five. 
No, no, sorry, a fourth of 20 is five. Uh, uh, four is a fifth of 20. Right. So it is a hard success, though. So you jump over that window and definitely, like, in a single motion, grab the windowsill and just kind of, like, like lean backwards and, like, like uh, swing your entire body into her room. Mortimer, this creature is standing over you. How do you deal with this situation? <laughs> Am I, like, on the ground? Like, I was knocked down when it came in? Yeah, you're knocked down. Like, imagine you're, like, kind of, like, on your butt and, like, your hands are to your side, like, bracing you. Uh... Is, like, the bed near? Can I roll under, like, um, the bed or something? <laughs> Try to just break a line of sight? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you roll hide, and I'll roll spot hidden. Oh, boy. Oh, no, I dropped my die. Um, I'm rolling stealth, it looks like. Stealth. Whatever. Yeah. I figured... Um, okay. So, still not good. I got a 20 in my stealth, and I rolled a 54. <laughs> okay, so that is a fail. But this creature could potentially bust. Yeah, hopefully he's not good at spotting. Uh, the creature also fails, but doesn't bust. So, the situation really hasn't changed. Okay, cool. So I it, hope he doesn't see me as I roll under the bed. It immediately walks over to the bed. <laughs> yeah. I want to slip out the other side and try to run for the window, I guess. Okay, you, slip, like, you, have, you put the bed between you and you run for the window. You're going to make that jump check as well. Oh boy. Guess what my jump is. It's 20. It's standard. <laughs> I rolled an 89. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't clear the window. You begin to fall. Um, is there anything you're going to attempt to do to rectify the situation? Um, yeah. Is there like a ledge I can grab onto or something? Um, you can uh, you can roll decks to grab the nearest ledge. Uh, I will try that. <laughs> like fall like the first story or something and hopefully hook on to the second one. Yeah, I rolled an 11 out of 70. Uh, okay, so that's a... I believe that's probably your a fifth. So an extreme success. As you fall, you like reach out and you grab the right ledge and you're like hanging. You're hanging from that ledge on your fingertips. <laughs> um, as you jump through the window, uh, Claudette, Mortimer, uh jumps past you and he uh like he, he you see him fall past the window ledge and then like like as he falls like his fingertips just grab the ledge and he's hanging on for dear life damn it i knew i should have used them handkerchiefs uh <laughs> she runs over and you know like grabs his wrists to attempts to like pull him up out of the window all right i'm gonna I'm gonna need you both to roll strength. As long as one of you pass passes, you'll make it. You'll make it in. My strength is fifty. You should have went to the window. You should have left. Oh my gosh! I passed eighteen on thirty-eight strength. <laughs> yeah, he climbs up mostly like using his legs and like holding onto your arms. Oh. Uh, I close the window because uh, seems like the right thing to do. I'm gonna need you both to roll listen. I 20, 50, 40, 45, I failed. 
So you hear the creatures like wet, the, the wet slapping of meat, like go like get quieter and quieter, like it's walking in an opposite direction. You hear the creature like make a guttural noise. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll intelligence to attempt to understand what it's trying to say. I pass thirty out of sixty. You don't hear it. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm actually super smart. I didn't realize my intelligence was eighty, and I rolled a twenty-eight. Um, and, and it's like guttural, like like grunts. You basically you hear it say "Kareem, Kareem," and you're able to uh, determine that it's saying the name Colleen. Which is the same name as this girl that you're standing over in her hospital room. Speak it up, girl. Does she seem conscious? She is not conscious. It's the girl I shot named Colleen. Yes. I believe her name is Colleen. Uh, let me check my notes, but the I remember it being Colleen. The monster thinks her name Colleen. is Colleen, so... Um, I'm, I'm just going to double check my notes, but I'm pretty sure her name is Colleen. What do you think that thing's saying? Is it trying to communicate with us? I know exactly what's saying, you big oak. Keep your voice down. Yeah, her name is Colleen Donahue. Colleen Donahue. Uh, it's only saying Colleen. <laughs> so yes, the girl is uncon is not conscious, I should say. Not unconscious, she's just not conscious. Uh, that thing seems like it's pretty much like out of earshot now. Yes. Okay, I I go over to Colleen's bed and I, I shake her. Uh she wakes up and she looks at both of you and screams. No, no, no. She's like, you were with the guy who shot me. I go, Colleen. Oh, yeah. Colleen, yeah, there are much worse things out there right now than a couple of bullets. There is a big old, a big old swamp toad looking for you, girl. I don't know what that means. It's, it's a big old slimy monster. I, I don't believe you. We just climbed in through the window to get in here. Uh, I don't care what you believe. Shut shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, I was sleeping. For all I know, you walked into that front door. As, like, blood starts pulling from the hallway in front of her door. <laughs> I hope she sees this. <laughs> uh, she's not, she, you're standing by the window, so she's looking away from the door. Um, does Mortimer visually have any, like, slime or anything on him from the monster? <laughs> no, the monster never made contact with him. Okay. I just, I go, look, Colleen, is that your name? Yes, I'm Colleen. She starts reaching for the nurse button. That, that's just going to get them uh, killed. Don't, don't bother, Pedro. That happened. We already did all this. Look at there. There's blood coming through. We got to get out of here. What is, what's going on? She's like, oh, my God. Did you kill somebody here? No, it's, you're not listening to anything we're saying. Uh, yeah, you guys are talking crazy. There's someone or something in here, this hospital, and it's it's calling your name, and it's coming after people, and it's attacking them. All I know is you guys tried to kill me, and now you show up here and saying there's a monster here looking for me? We, we didn't try to kill you. The person who shot you? Look around. He's not here, okay? I don't know what to tell you. That, it wasn't what you think it was, but it wasn't us. Unrelated. All right. I'm going to need you guys to roll, um, what's it called? I can't wait until you guys get out of there with her. I can't wait until you guys get out of there with her and then meet up with me. <laughs> I need you to roll charm. I rolled a 60. My charm is only 35. 
Um, I rolled a 10 out of 15 base. Oh my gosh. Pass. She's like, all right, look, even if I believe you, I can't trust you guys. What do you want from me? Uh, Okay. What the hell did we want from her? (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to ask her questions about the missing university student that was Amos's cousin. Nephew. Okay. Nephew. Uh, also, we want to know if she happens to know any monsters that would want to kill her, or anybody who would be able to summon monsters to kill her. What the heck was Amos's cousin's name? It was Efren. Efren. Efren Cash? <laughs> Efren Cash. I'm going to ask you to hold that, and we're going to move back to Bobby. Hey, Don Gutierrez here. We haven't met yet, but you might have seen me on the Twitch live streams. I've come to you on this, the day of my daughter's wedding, to read a five-star review. Freshosaurus says, this show has all the noodles and meat. The show has everything on the menu. It's got spaghetti. It's got meat in various shapes like balls and pyramids. It's got fettuccine. Heck, it's even got the gabagool. Listen here. I've gotten into a lot of brawls in my day, but even those can't compare to the Holy Free Hotless being spun through the cans these characters are speaking into. You gotta let their voices reverberate through the strings and into your ear holes. That's what I'm saying. And then here it says real talk. I don't know what that means. Prior to this show, I don't really understand the hype of listening to people play RPG games. It didn't really appeal to me, but I took a chance on this one and it paid off significantly. It's incredibly entertaining and super chaotic, like all good tabletop games should be, and you'd be remiss not to give this a chance. And and then here it says Borat Borat voice. I, I don't know what a Borat is. This show is very nice. Did I do that right? Anyways, you two can have your review read aloud on the show. All you've got to do is rate us five stars and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Just tell us in your review what character you want reading it. Now I've got to go. My spaghetti is getting cold. She goes to shake your hand. All right. Um. And you see the ring on her finger. It's the same ring that uh, you recognized on Ponce de Leon's finger, and he explained it to you that it is a uh, a ring of those belonging to the Knights Templar. And he told you how he's no longer affiliated with them, as he was once a member, and it's the same symbol that your friend left scrawled onto a note before he disappeared. I go in for the handshake. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we shake hands, I lean forward into her and say, Are you a member of the Knights? She glances over at you. Hey, Bobby, I'm going to need you to roll Constitution. Oh, no. That's not what I expected here at all. Uh, give me a second, sorry. Constitution. I've got a 70 in con, so that's good. Uh, except for when I roll a 94. Um, so not so good. Uh, your, your vision begins to double. And like slowly, the vision like goes to black as you lose consciousness. Oh, yeah, that that was fast. Um. Uh, as you as you think over 
think over the situation. You think maybe she put something in your drink when she offered you something. Um, eventually, you do wake up. Did my friend do nothing about me passing out? You wake up in uh, like a costume room. Like a, like it's not a costume room. It's more like a uh, what's the like what's the room where like uh, stage musicians get ready in like a dressing room. It's a dressing okay, room. Okay, dressing room. Gotcha. You wake up in a, in a dressing room. And as you wake up, you see Dr. Wizard also unconscious on the floor. <coughs> Wizard. Doctor. Doctor Wizard. Doctor. <laughs> I'm awake! I think, I think we've been duped. We, we've been... We've been what? We've been drugged. Drugged. That explains this headache! Well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get out of here. This is a, this was a bad idea. This was not a good, not a good hit. This is a, I don't think we're making any money this way. Uh, you guys are not tied up. Oh, good. The door is closed. Um, I would like to inspect it for traps. Um, roll me spot hidden. All right, that's again not very good for me. Got to beat a forty. And I did not. I got an 83. You don't find any traps. Doctor, open this door. He goes to open the door. And he goes to twist the doorknob and it doesn't turn. I think the door's locked. Well, uh, you got any, got any bobby pins or anything? Got any, uh, got any needles? You got any anything? A good magician is always prepared for an escape! And he takes a bobby pin out of his hair. Do you want to do or do you want me to try to do this? Uh, it's up to you. Be my guest! As he hands uh, you the bobby pin. Also only a 40 in lockpick. So, would that be locksmith? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got an 87 when I had to beat a 40. Uh, my rolls are horrible. Uh, the bobby pin breaks on the lock. Well, uh, doctor, don't know what to tell you, but uh, I don't think we're getting out of here. Hmm, perhaps there is another way out. Let's just look around. Let's look around. Let me look at the ceiling. What kind of what kind of ceiling is? Is it one of those ones where you can push the ceiling panels out? Um, I don't think so because I don't think those have been invented yet. Gotcha. Um, it's just like a um, it, it's kind of decorated in a similar vein to the theater with like the golden huh. trim and like uh. Like, uh, plaster sculptures, like, in the walls. Is there a ventilation shaft? There is a ventilation shaft. How big is it? It, I would say it's probably, like, the size of, like, a, um, a small TV today. Um, it, it, it's more, it, it's, you're capable of crawling through it. Let's, uh, let's get this ventilation shaft off the, off the, it's on the wall or the ceiling. Okay. Um, it is screwed in. You're going to need to find something to unscrew the... I'm going to use my... Just try to use my knife. Okay. Uh, you can use your knife. Um, you don't even need to roll for it. Like, if you have the thing, you can do it. Yeah, if, if, it's, a, if it's a flathead, that should be easy. Yeah, it is a flathead. So you you unscrew the, uh, the, the vent cover, and uh, I assume you're going to crawl through it. Yeah. Doctor, follow me. He's like, I am coming. I'll draw, I'll go through first. You go through first, and you start going through, and you come to like a, a split of left and right. 
Which way do you go? Well, uh, right is always right. You go right, and eventually the, uh... I'm gonna die. The vent? The vent starts going upwards. Like, not vertically, but, like, diagonally upwards. Oh, cool. I start crawling upwards and, like, using my hands and feet to, like... Yeah, kind of Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, you start going upwards, and then you you reach a point where it does go vertically upwards, but, like, you can kind of stand and pull yourself up and continue going. Cool. Um, it feels like you've been going upwards for quite some time, and then uh, the uh, vent makes a 90-degree turn to the right. I'm going to have you crawl through here, but I'm going to need you to roll luck. My luck is 40, right? Yep, all right. That is a 51, God damn it! Okay, so, as you crawl through, the vent beneath you collapses. Oh, well, we made it out of the room at least. Comes crashing to the floor. You look down below you. Well, first I'm gonna need you to roll, uh, dex to catch yourself. Alright, what's my dexterity? It is... 50. I rolled a 12. You catch yourself, but you're split. You're cut off from Dr. Wizard. Doctor, no. What are you going to do? All right, so am I hanging on right now? Or uh, like, Yes, you're hanging on. And you look below you, and you see the theater. You're probably like four stories in the air. Oh, good. And you see like the theater in complete darkness except for in the middle of the room is shining a uh, spotlight and there is a red pentagram smeared onto the floor and there's like various candles strewn about the area and there's a lot of people um, wearing like like black uh, cloaks and there is a person hanging from a rope in the uh, from the rafters. You're actually above the rafters where you're at. This person hanging from a rope above the rafters, like upside down and tied up completely naked. Do I recognize them? You don't recognize them. I'm gonna try to climb back up. You, you climb back up. Um, so I'm separated from the doctor, like where like where the break is, yeah. where, where the hole is. I would say it's probably about three or four feet and you can't quite get a jump because you're on all fours. Yeah. Doctor, go back to where the split was and see where that takes you. I'm going to keep going this way. Okay, so he turns around and he's like, I will abide. He goes back. And I'm going to keep on Chalu going. You keep going, and eventually, like, you get to a place where you start climbing up again, and, like, through, like, slits, you see, like, sunlight. But they're slits. Yes, it's like um, there's like a vent cover. I'm gonna try to push it out. You push it out, and like you wind up on the roof of the theater. Good. Okay. How how is at least four stories? Um, how many stories is the theater? I would say you're probably five or six stories up. I'm gonna look for a fire escape. Um, there is not a fire escape. There is a roof access um, stairwell. There's also adjacent buildings. How close are the adjacent buildings? Um, I say you probably have to clear 12 to 15 feet jumping. <laughs> um, I'm going to go down the stairwell. Also, I'm going to call the fire department on this building when I get out of here. 
you go down the stairwell and um, it takes you like the first exit you see is like on like the third floor balcony. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. The first one you 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 peer out the door and you see the third floor balcony overlooking the theater. So it's inside. It is inside. It's a it's a inside like stairwell that gives you roof access. I want to peek out. I want to sneak out there and see if I could listen to what's going on in the theater. I also want to draw my gun. Draw your gun. And you hear them chanting in Latin. You can't, I assume you don't speak Latin. I don't believe I do. Yeah, you probably don't. So you can't quite understand what they're saying. Mrs. Bavido, uh, un, like she drops her hood and like she's wearing like um, kind of like corpse paint on her face. And uh, she pulls the dagger out, and she uh, goes over to the guy hanging upside down. She slits his throat, and like she holds her, she holds her hand out and takes and like cups his blood, and like she holds it up to the other members, and they drop their hoods and they start drinking the blood from her hands. I'm gonna need general sanity here. Yeah, I had a feeling that was coming. Uh, okay, hold on, I gotta check a different app for where my sanity was at last time we played. Um, there we go. Sanity's currently at 46. I got a 49. You, you're going to lose one point of sanity, and right. you let out an involuntary scream. <laughs> and then she, like, stops. I probably just peaked my microphone. No, you didn't. Uh, it's on fine on my end, at least. She stops, and, like, she, like, drops her hands, and, like, the, the remaining blood in her hands, like, just kind of splats to the floor. And she looks up at you, and the cultists all look up at your direction. They start running for the stairwell. I, uh, god damn it, I'm gonna sprint up. I'm gonna go back up to the. I'm gonna sprint back up to the roof. You sprint back up to the roof. You sprint back up to the roof, and you look down, and you can see cultists like three floors behind you. Guess keep sprinting back up to the roof. You, you sprint back up. You get to the roof. You burst through the door, and you see the ledge between this building and the next one. It's like 15 feet. You have to jump. No. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and point my gun at the one entrance to the fucking roof. You point your entrance? Uh, curious, how many bullets do you have in your gun? Oh, fuck, I don't remember if I have it written down. Uh, do not, I do not have it written down here. Shit. I believe you have a revolver which holds six bullets and you fired at least two. I don't know if you've reloaded yeah. it at any point. Oh, I definitely reloaded. There's been days <laughs> between there. I'm not just gonna I don't there. remember how many bullets I gave you. I don't remember that either. Either <laughs> way, you got six. All right, I'm, I'm, fuck, uh, I'm going to run down to, like, to the, the edge of the roof, see if I see any, like, piping going down, or, like, like, uh, like, a storm vent, like, anything. All right, roll me luck. Uh, I feel miserably, I got a 78. Nope, it's a straight drop down. And oh, as you look down and you look back, three cultists, like, are on the roof. I'm going to shoot all three. All right, well, you can shoot one. I also don't remember my the stats on this gun. I don't have it on this character sheet for some reason. Uh, let me... Wait, do I have it, do I have it uh, in this other thing? What Hold gun on. is it? It was a revolver, uh, I remember yes. that much. I, I, think got got my, like a, I think it was a forty-four. Yeah, I've got the info for my switchblade. I don't have the info for my revolver. Uh, it wasn't a forty-four because that's, that's modern. It wasn't a Smith & Wesson? Um, it was no, it was a forty-five revolver. It was, it, I think it was a 45. Um, it's 1d10 plus 2. 1d10 plus 2, and the roll to hit would be my gun ability. Yeah, your firearms. Yeah. Firearms, and which I have, hold on. 
I think it was a Desert Eagle. I think it was a Desert Eagle. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, it's not a Desert Eagle. It's a forty-five revolver. All right, my firearm's a seventy. Um, and I got a seventy exactly. All right, so you blast the one guy. I'm gonna need you to roll one d10 plus two damage. One d10, which is what I was just rolling, plus two. That is a ten total. All right, you just blast this guy right in the middle of like his forehead. His head explodes. Roll <laughs> sanity. You just murdered someone. All right, my sanity went down a second ago, so I'm at forty-five. Um, I got a seven. Uh. You're able to justify murdering this guy as he's probably going to kill you. So cool. you're able to live with it. Um, however, now you're going to act in dex order. So what is your dex? 50. Sorry, 50? 50, yeah. Um, well, you have a gun. I believe with guns, you operate at plus 50. So you operate at 100 in dex order. Oh, nice. Uh, they're going to... They are... I'm going to say... Okay. You will get to take another... Uh, shot at one of these guys. Okay, I'm gonna roll, and I got I got a 98. Damn. Um, so you fire wide, um, and you miss the shot. I believe. Yeah, you miss the shot. Nothing bad happens to you. Uh, so you like fire wide. Like the recoil is just too much when you fire that gun, and you like you fire again in the air, and the cultists are gonna go. The one takes a step towards you, and he swings a club at you. Oh, good. I'm going to die. And he succeeds. Uh, you can choose to attempt to dodge or fight back. Dodge is 25. Fight back. Well, actually, I just need to double check the rules on dodge and fight back. And fight back, if you're, if you're right, would just be fighting brawl, correct? Yes. All right, it's the same either way, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm just going to double check the rules real quick. Let's see, dodge. One of the funniest thing about Bobby Houdini is this is highest characteristic is intelligence at 80. <laughs> <laughs> wow. don't, think I, don't think I'm role-playing that properly. Um. All right. Okay, so they rolled the success. If, you're, if you attempt to dodge, if you succeed, you will successfully dodge because he also rolled the dodge. He also rolled a normal success. So, if you fail, he will hit you. And what what if I roll fight back? Fight back. You have to roll a hard success to beat him. All right, I'm dodging. I'm dodging. Uh, And I failed. I got a 68. Uh, He strikes you with the club. And you're going to take this damage. You're going to take two damage as he, like, smacks you upside the head with the club. I'm at eight hit points. And the other guy gets to go now. He's going to run up to you and also swing the club at you. But he swings wide and completely misses. Thank God. All right. I'm going to take a shot at the guy who hit me. All right. You take a shot in melee range. You're going to have to roll with a penalty die. Oh, no. So you're going to roll two tens dice, and you're going to take the lower one. Okay. Well, I've already failed. The higher one, you mean, right? No, you... Oh, yeah, sorry. You take the higher one. Yeah, 94. Yeah, uh... You're just, like... Your head's, like, just swimming as you're, like, struck in the side, and you just, like, fire another shot into the ground. I'm gonna die. Um, they're gonna swing at you again. And he strikes. And you take... Oh, you can attempt to dodge or fight back. 
Elephant to dodge. Um, I got a zero zero zero. That's a hundred. That is a oh, no. fumble. <laughs> fumble. Fumble. No. Oh, yeah, that's not a good one. Fumbleaya. Uh, that is the worst you can possibly do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he strikes you, and you take three damage. Is he like you? He like uppercuts you with his club. I'm at five hit points. And the other guy goes to strike you too. And he does well. Actually, I should say, do you roll? Do you? Well, actually, you I'm can't choose. I can't choose. Uh, you actually can't choose because um, you already attempted. So he, I think, technically, technically, doesn't even need to roll because you already attempted to dodge. So he strikes you with a club, and you take another two damage. And Madame Babado steps out onto the roof. And she's like, oh, you couldn't have made this easy for me. She's like, boys, finish them off. It's your turn. I'm going to attempt to make the jump. You're going to attempt to make the jump? Okay. I'm going to attempt to make the jump. I'm going to need you to roll jump. Oh, God, I should have looked at my jump skill before I said this. Um, Oh, 20, good. Oh, uh, just roll a one. 67. You fall. I'm going to tell you, you might live if you fall all the way to the ground. If you can attempt to push the roll, I'm, I'll tell you straight up, if you push the roll and fail, your character will die. Yeah, I'm not going to risk that because it's a 20. <laughs> like... All right. I'm going to say you're going to take 1d8 and fall damage. Oh, my God. How much HP do you have? Three. What's your ma- HP maximum? Oh, give me a second, sorry. HP max is 11. You hit the ground and lose consciousness. Good. I think. Well, I should say everything goes black. Yeah, sounds right. We're going to go back to Claudette and Mortimer now. All right. You're standing over the girl. And you somehow convinced her that there might be a monster after her. <laughs> might. It might have to do with the blood on the floor. What are you guys going to do? Uh, I'm just going to ask her here and now. Uh, uh, you, you know a boy. You know a boy named uh, uh, Ephraim. Ephraim Cash? Uh, that, that name sounds familiar, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the boy. He, uh, yeah, he's the boy who went missing. Yeah, that's the one. You, you know uh, what happened to him, right? I, I saw him. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, Pay attention. Yeah, he's the boy who went missing. Yeah, you know what happened to him, right? That that's that, that's why we're here. You, you know something. I, I I already talked to the cops. I, yes, I was the last person who saw him the night he went missing. But I don't know what happened to him. Do you know where he went or anything? What, what did you tell the cops? I, I told him. You tell me. He, he walked me. He walked me back to my dorm, and then he. He went. He went back. He went back to his. He went back to his dorm. That, that was the last time I saw him. He was heading back towards his dorm. If you want to see if she's withholding anything from you, you can roll uh, psychology, I think, or sense motive, whatever equivalency of that is in this game. I think I'm really good at psychology. Um, I would turn to Claudette and be like, "What do you think?" <laughs> I grab I'm her. Not... I grab her up a little bit, you know, like around like her collar, if she would wear a collar. And I'd be like, "Look, girl." 
Just like every magician has a tell, and every medium has a little winks, you know something strange about that boy. There was something going on with him that you are not explaining to us here. Anything at all that might have seemed unusual. You're gonna need to roll psychology to see, to, to get the feel of whether or not she's hiding something from you. I'm gonna get all sideshowed logical with her. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, don't not tell us about that boy Efron. Yeah. And I'll pull out a $20 bill and be like, I'll literally pay you to spill the beans, lady. <laughs> so I scribbled on my character sheet. I had a 60, but then I haven't marked in that I succeeded on this before. Uh, uh-huh. Does that, did we do that thing yet where our stuff goes up? You did. I don't know what you, yeah. I don't know what it was changed to. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was 50. Well, it's okay because <laughs> I rolled a 10 and a zero. So 10. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I was trying to finish this, but I need to run to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> we get inspiration, everybody. Woo! Your inspiration. Does Kyle know about your inspiration? I doubt it. Um, I have foolishly taken upon myself to play a ton of Dungeons & Dragons recently. And, um, and he's a heavy drinker. I, I, yeah, I drink a lot while playing it. And uh, every time I go and use the bathroom, I come back and I make everyone roll a d20 and whoever gets closest to me just automatically gets like inspiration, like, like a bonus re-roll. <laughs> That's uh, funny. We've been calling it your inspiration. Your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Nobody, it goes against it because I'll, I'll, I'll leave for like four or five times. In like a two-hour session? Yeah. What can you do? So I at least give people a chance to be rewarded. They love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Definitely get it. They're like already rolling dice before he sits down. It's gross, but they love it. <laughs> Definitely. I've got the uh, paper bladder also. Yeah. Hey, here is that Bud Light, brother. Bam. <laughs> I don't have anything. So you succeeded? Yes, I succeeded really well. Okay. Uh, she's like, uh, f- fine. Uh, we... We were out drinking that night. We 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 went to a speakeasy. Like, uh, just don't, don't just don't get me arrested. We wouldn't dream of it. Go on. We we went to um, James Tavern's parlor, and we, we we were there. We were drinking. We we're having a good time. Uh, we were dancing. There are there are a lot of cool people. There was there was one guy there who was kind of giving us the creeps. Um, he was he was the bouncer there. But he he like he kept trying to start something with us, and then we we eventually just left. And Efren walked me home, and we said goodnight and parted ways. That was that was honestly that was that was the last thing like I that was the last time I saw him. Okay, well we got a tip off at least. Let's give us a location to shoot for. Now maybe we should get get the on hell out of here. I think uh, you should come with us, uh, lady. I think all of us need to get the hell out of here. Something's after you. You think I should come with you? And she, like, throws off her, the blankets covering her body, and she's missing a leg. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I can't even walk. But, girl, you can I feel hop. so bad. I <laughs> <laughs> can't even, like, yeah. This is... This was spiraling out of control quickly. I scan around. Is there like a wheelchair or something I could put her in? Uh, roll luck. <laughs> I can see there being a wheelchair. Uh, my, I mean, my luck's actually pretty decent. Uh, I pass. There is a wheelchair in the corner. Nice. 
I guess I grab it and bring it over to the bed. I'm like, oh, hopefully we'll be able to save the rest of you. Get in. Why would I be any safer with you than with the police? You didn't see what was screaming your name and what killed a bunch of people. You didn't see that part. But if you did, you'd listen to me right now. I'm gonna need you Trust to roll, me. I'm going to need you to roll charm. Oh, man. I guess I'm trying to be charming. I'm not. <laughs> 18? Oh, no, I got a 15. I failed. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, I I just, like, I can't, like, I need, at least with the police here, that crazy lunatic that was with you guys is not going to come after me. Okay. Um, Claudette leans in real close to her and whispers. She, She goes, honey, we are the secret paranormal police. We are above the law, and they won't know who we are, and they won't know who you are. We need to get you out of here because you are our prime number one witness for some spooky, stanky, mysterious stuff going on around here. Um, If you're trying to convince her again, you can roll charm, but it will be a pushed roll, and she will scream if you fail. Uh, Is charm really, like, the only thing? That wouldn't be, like, well, my intimidate's not very much better. Um, you could try to intimidate her, but it doesn't sound like you're trying to intimidate her. No, yeah, you're right. I was just generally trying to lie to <laughs> I, I her. Mean, I, I pull out the 20 and I say, get in the chair. The 20 is yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich. If you're li- you're not really lying to her, though. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, you, yeah. you could just like put her in the chair. You could. No. You could just put her in the chair <laughs> and take her against her will. I do have many, many handkerchiefs. We could literally just gag her. Um, you could kidnap I think, her. I think that Bobby has done enough in this situation <laughs> already. I know, I'm already pulling my gun. Um, so if, if she doesn't agree, you could kidnap her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm tempted just to leave you here, lady. Like, I really gotta go. Yeah, uh, I go, I, I go, yeah, you know what? Fine. If this is all the information we got out of you, we will head out on our way, and you can hang out with that swamp thing that really seems to already know who you are. Would you like to come along with us, or would you like us to leave you behind? Okay, you can roll intimidate. Okay, my charm's better. <laughs> Please. Wink. <laughs> um, uh, I rolled a 56. That's a failure. That's a failure? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you have five seconds to get out of here. <laughs> that's what she's. Th- that's what she says. It's your funeral, lady. <laughs> Come on, Claudette. <laughs> Let's do what she wants. I'm done trying. I've given up. Oh, I guess me too. Uh, I look back here and go, last chance to ride this crazy train, sister. <laughs> you, you can, like I said, you can push the roll. Pushing the roll is what again? You roll again. But there is negative consequences if you fail. Uh, I'm going to do it, YOLO. These dice are so small. That is a failure. 89. She screams. <laughs> uh, Man. I just... Uh, let's just run. Let's just run. You yeah. run. I'm going to need you guys both to roll listen. Okay. I want to open the door and I would like to run like the kind opposite of the way. opposite direction. Yeah, because if from, she's like last we saw it. Oh, I pass. I rolled a five. Uh, where's uh, my listen at? You hear a bunch of footsteps coming from the staircase to your right, running up the stairs. 
Oh boy. So that we run to the left. Which is the opposite direction you wanted to run anyways. So you run to the left. Okay, yep. Are y'all you, you, gonna have to jump out of the building also? You guys I like wanna have to jump again. You guys like turn a corner and then there's like another staircase on your left side. And as you guys you guys as uh, you guys go down that staircase, you're gonna hear like uh like police like calling for backup and stuff. And they're like, you can hear them like, ma'am, what happened here? And they're just like, oh my God, it was so scary. Like we were these, that guy who shot me, like his friends were here. And then like that trails off as you run down the staircase. <laughs> and, and you're like, you just hear like, all right, search the building. And then that's where we're going to end it. Next time on Dunwich and Dagons. Uh, I'll slide him 30 cents and say, keep the change. Oh, thanks, mister. Like, this is, like, more than I got paid in a day. That's right. Oh, okay, now where's that pile at, boy? Oh, uh, yeah, it's over on, uh, Clyde Burton Street. It's next to, uh, it, 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 it's actually, like, inside of, like, um, a gun shop called, uh, Tony Taylor's handguns and more. And you're sure you're not making this up? No, um, it's called Tony Taylor's handguns and more. Um, they got handguns, but they also got other guns too. That's where the more comes from. <laughs> and we have Paula in the back. Oh yeah, um, you gotta know the secret phrase. Nice. Ah. Oh, boy. So, that was fun. It, yes. it, took, it took some deviations I didn't expect. <laughs> it it took some deviations we didn't expect either. Did you expect me to jump off the top of the building? I didn't expect you, I didn't expect you to make it to the top of the building, honestly. Oh, uh, really? I was, expecting you to, I was expecting you to fall out of the uh, vent. I'm glad that I, I made it to the top of the building, at least. But, uh... Whew. We'll see. I don't... I'm, my fate is in the air. Your fate is in the air. <laughs> My favorite part was when you were like putting on a demonstration to get the job or whatever and threw sand at her. <laughs> it worked. I was very, I was proud of that one. <laughs> yep, that was really good. So why do you want to work here? <laughs> Magic. Pocket sand. <laughs> I mean, isn't illusion really just stopping them from seeing what you don't want them to see? What better way? <laughs> I mean, so is relationships, but... Uh, yeah, there's a difference between sure. misdirection and blinding somebody. <laughs> yeah, one's a fun trick, the other, assault. <laughs> but it did get your eyes. Not, it's, not, it's not salt, it's sand. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a sand. <laughs> a sand. <laughs> a unit, yeah. No, no, that was a fun session, everyone. Um, I enjoyed that. That was very good. So yeah, let's uh, go through and say who we are and where you can find us on the internet oh no i'm nate and i actually have things to say um you can find me on twitch streaming dungeons and dragons and stuff at mechanical rat and uh i think that there's no underscore and you can find me on twitter uh, i'm new uh, i think it's mechanical underscore rat <laughs> uh, um and you'll catch me and some other of these clowns playing Descent into Avernus and or Tomb of Annihilation. Bam! That's it. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Hi, I'm Kyle. Um, you can find me here playing Dunwich and Dragons. I started playing uh, Call of Cthulhu at Dunwich and Dagons. But also, if you really want to, you can follow me on Twitter at RowingBear92. I don't recommend it. Um, and yeah, check out everyone else here's sweet content that they have because they've got some cool things to offer. And lastly, I'm Jackie. I play Claudette. You can find me um, under my Instagram tag, uh, Jacqueline Illustrates. You can also find me on Nate's stream, Mechanical Rat. Streams on Twitch on Tuesdays and Sundays, I think. Uh, oh, and I also do occasionally More Than Dice podcasts where we stream uh, Midgard and Lord of the Rings. Uh, and I'm your Game Master, Billy. You can um, find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Player's Handbill. And I stream Descent into Avernus with Nate on Sundays and Tomb of Annihilation every other Tuesday on his Switch channel. And you also find me on YouTube as Player's Handbill, where I make videos about gaming, Dungeons & Dragons, and movies. And you can follow Dunwich and Dagons on Facebook and Instagram as Dunwich and Dagons, and on Twitter as Dunwich and Dagon, because one... Because you can find us on, <laughs> you can find us at on Twitter as Dunwich and Dagon because S is one character too long, and it's been fun, and we will see you all around. What you drinking, Billy? I'm drinking Southern Tier Double Milk Stout. Double milk? <laughs> yep, just double milk. milk. Oh, my and upload speed is three megabits per second. Why is it so low? That's lower than mine. But you guys made fun of mine. No, we're making fun of your down speed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of my speeds are. I'm using free internet, baby. You're why Billy's upload speed is so bad. <laughs> You're just, yeah, just outside of Billy's house. <laughs> it would be it would be hilarious if that were the case, but like that's what I've always been using. Kyle got online and Billy's speed dropped. Have y'all been passing ice cream back and forth? What's that? Have y'all been passing ice cream back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I went downstairs real quick and Jackie was like, take this ice cream. <laughs> oh, I thought you guys had been passing it back and forth the whole time. <laughs>